Hey Fadies, I'm DM Brad, and this is Chapter 5, Episode 2 of The Fate of Ison. Thanks for listening. Alrighty, we're just going to jump straight into the recap, so here we go. Last time, in the fallout of the Empress's execution and the collapse of the Empire, Banfor spent a week building up his position as the biggest gang leader in Stonemore, essentially making himself king of the Vice District. Meanwhile, Marley spent her nights instigating a musical propaganda campaign to sway the common folk in the name of Queen Shan, and her days looking after the Necropodicon Inn, her new home away from home. Then, a call to action. Okay, so um, Marley, one day you are just working the bar at Necropodicon. It's it's a quiet day. The the chaos has quelled quite a bit over this past week. Um, there's still lots of people uh, in, involved in little power struggles and things around, but I mean the general day-to-day street-level chaos has stopped. Like the rioting has stopped. The random muggings and burglaries have, have stopped a lot. And... Someone runs in. It's uh, a regular. She is a um, uh, a tiefling woman called Marthel, and <laughs> Marthel, take that crap out of your mouth before you speak. I've told you this before. <laughs> That's my gimmick. I'm, I'm I'm considering doing a voice by putting my hand in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just hey, go, go, go. I am filming you, and if this looks good, it will make YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I won't do it. Um, so Marfil runs into the bar and she says, Molly, Molly, um, there's a there's a man standing in the middle of the city. Um, he's he's calling you out. Uh, he's he's saying, Marley, Marley Craft and Banfor what? Marley Craft and Banfor what? I'm here for you. Uh... It's just a just a man, just a just like a human man. He's he's just there standing still. He's just been yelling for hours. Does he look angry or? It's hard to tell. He's just yelling your name. Dude, I'm asking, do I need to go in hot? Um, I, to be honest, I, I would. Yeah, she leaps but... up on top of the bar and she's like, it's my moment. I knew it would come. And then just like leaps down from the bar and runs upstairs and like starts strapping in. Because she's just been wearing like her usual gear. So she's like, yeah. you know, she's like putting on her leathers again and like putting her daggers into her boots again. It's like a dress up montage happening, strapping on her rapier. And then like the last thing she does is like sweeps her cloak around her and then puts her saxophone carefully across her back and kind of pats it. And it's like, ready to go old friend. And then like right as she goes to walk out the door, she turns around, looks at the necropodicon like actually grabs her bag which has been ready the whole time like to go yeah. but she's been using the place as like her her home but this time she actually grabs the bag puts it on her back and is like just in case and then like as she leaves the door just says just Tyler? Uh, yeah yeah Molly Um, just in case I for whatever reason don't come back what? What do you mean you don't? What? You'll well, come back. You're my new mum. Things Tyler. <laughs> things happen and wolves die and yeah, life is hard. 
So just in case. And she gives him a big hug and she whispers in his ear, there's some money under the mattress, but don't tell Paul. It's probably enough to buy the Necropodicon. <laughs> his eyes go super wide. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> um, okay. I'm leaving it for you. Maybe you want to take my room and look after it just in case. Uh, yeah, and he just bolts. He just leaves the bar completely unattended. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm assuming it's it, like, because you said the Necropodicon was kind of like, eh, like bar. Yeah, mid, yeah, mid, mid sort of level. Like, not a great place, but also not a dive. Yeah, so I left like, I don't know, like, I don't know, 500 gold or something under the mattress. Like, just ridiculous amounts of money. Because yeah. we have yeah. ridiculous amounts of money. And yep. I was planning on, like, maybe trying to buy it. So I've just left the money there. <laughs> like, Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. And Banfor, you are lording over your kingdom lazily. Uh, Banfor is in a reclining chair that's forming part of the barricade, um, cleaning his fingernails with a dirty knife. Just to um, set the scene. Yep. You get a tap on your shoulder from behind. Um, Banfor throws the knife over his shoulder. <laughs> Hang on, dick save. Oh, 19. Um, yeah, you hear it hit cobblestones. Mm. Alright, Jareen. You turn around and there is a dwarf man that you know called Pikmin. Alright, mate. Like, Banfor! Ah! Uh, um, sorry to, ah, uh, bother you, but there's a, there's a man yelling your name, um middle of the city he's been yelling for hours um people are sort of avoiding him but maybe you want to check on what it is well i mean i've got bigger things to deal with mate i mean first and foremost i've dropped my knife <laughs> oh yeah he, he bends and picks it up for you within the half second like he's very practiced at doing whatever you say whenever you say it oh well look at that things are coming together today all right well how many of the boys are around, eh? Um, I don't know. I don't really take keep track of the the the, the manpower, but all right. Well, I, give Jared a yell and get get thirty or so of the boys uh, around, and we'll go for a little walk, eh? Okay. And he scuttles away, little little foot scraping on cobblestones as he goes. Therefore, uh, resumes. Uh, cleaning his nails, eventually taking off his boots and um, dealing with some corns and verrucas there as well. Um, mice flowing over his knuckles every now and then. Uh, within the vice district, you'll notice a lot of new constructs um, up the sides of buildings and around fire escapes as massive nests of mice uh, begin to infest the place completely under the protection of the dice gang in Banfor. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, you, one, one little aside is that you will have noticed that the mice, um, with each passing day, get like infinitesimally smarter and more human-like in their behavior. Good. Good. I was hoping this would happen. Um, but it is only mice. It hasn't, it hasn't stretched to other animals. It's just mice. Mm. Cool. Um, and d- in, in a different part of the world, also pigeons. <laughs> Cute. For reasons. <laughs> For reasons. Cute. Cool. Okay, so eventually Pikmin scuttles back to your position and he has 
just a random assortment of like four big burly guys behind him. She goes, this is what I was able to find on short notice. Well, I mean, is that 30? Genuine question. <laughs> he looks back and he, he takes a comically long time to count four. <laughs> um, and he goes, no, it's, it's, it's four or five. Four or five, thereabouts. Well, that's gotta, that's gotta be, that's gotta be close. All right. Well, you're, you're pretty fucking useless. So you, you go get Jareen and tell him to catch us up, eh? Um. All right. Well, let's go to a murder, boys. I guess. And uh, Banfor, um, with the boys, um, heads on out. Uh, Axe nonchalantly over his shoulder. Okay. Cool. So you and Marley both approach the center of the city from different directions. You notice a uh, a large gathering of people, and you certainly, even from a distance, hear uh, a human, or, or you hear a voice yelling, um, Bad for what? Marley Craft! Bad for what? Marley Craft! Show yourselves! I know you're in this city! Bad for what? Marley Craft! And the crowd's sort of gathering more and more and more people. Uh, and then you sort of become part of the crowd as you approach it. Uh, Banfor lingers and loiters uh, at the back in the shadows, um, sort of in a doorway, watching everyone, leaning and watching, and eventually um, bumps one of the boys, um, hands him a, a little dagger and goes, "Go, all right, go give him a poke or something, all right? Just see what he does. Give him a poke. Just in a just in a face or something. Not too bad, but just give him a poke, eh? Okay, boss. Does Marley see this? Uh, you tell me. I am in a doorway. Uh, nope, she rolled a thirteen. Probably wouldn't. Um. Cause she'd no, be I'd, there. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd say um, I'm with a thirteen. You might have noticed the arrival of a group of people, a group of large people from the vice district. Uh, Banfor, your boy sort of barges his way through through the crowd, just like knocking people down and doesn't care about them whatsoever. Stomps a few into the ground, and then he just disappears from your view through the crowd. And you hear, Banfor, what? You're not Banfor, what? And then that's it. And then you hear the crowd, the whole crowd go, <gasps> and then back to just like crowd noise. Banfor turns to the rest of the three and goes, Well, that was very impolite, wasn't it? Do you see him knock over that lady? Well, oh, I'll have words with him if he's still alive. Oi, um, you two. Off you go. Go on, give him a poke. See what happens. Hold hands or something. I don't want to lose. Look, all right. Hold hands or something, all right? Okay. <laughs> Marley, having heard that you're not Banfor, what would be like, Okay, something's not good. And like and then hearing the crowd going, Ooh being like, Okay, something's really not good and like already feeling responsible for a whole lot of stuff that has happened, she'd be pushing her way to the front at this point. Okay. Uh yeah, you when you get to the front, um so you'll notice uh you notice that there is a very large radius that's been left open around what looks like just a regular human man. He's just in sort of normal commoner's clothes, um, just uh Regular height, 5'10-ish, um, like short brown hair, nothing remarkable about him whatsoever. But there is a very large, brutish individual dead at the man's feet. 
And I turn to the person next to me and go, what happened there? Um, he, that, that man walked out of the crowd and then the guy yelled, you're not banned for what? And then they, they went to stab the man and then he just sort of touched him and he fell down. Uh, he hasn't moved. Touched him and fell down. Like, hit him, but didn't really look like he hit him very hard. It just sort of swung his fist at him and then he fell down. Magic? Question mark? I, I don't know. And she says Either. question mark, not like... <laughs> I don't know. And Molly sighs and she's about to step forward when she sees Bamfor, assumably two guys come through the crowd holding hands. <laughs> yeah, two guys come out of the crowd holding hands. They look very similar to the brute who's downed. Yeah. And go. then the man yells, I don't know what you're playing at, Bamfor, what? I know you're here. And then the two men walk up to him and they draw weapons on him and yeah you see him sort of uh the man strike them but it doesn't look like he's punching very hard but they both just like drop in a heartbeat he's just like just a lazy punch to each of them and they both just drop to the ground molly wants to cast to take thoughts she knows it's a risk because he'll know but she wants to know she's going to go over there anyway so she figures while he's not paying attention to her, it's her best chance of trying to get surface thoughts. You know what I mean? Okay. So he has to save a wisdom save that is 16 now. Because okay. I myself. It's only a 7. So okay. his thoughts are that he is uh, very impatient. He is consumed with the idea of vengeance against the two of you all he wants in this city is you like you you are the reason he's here he has been on quite a journey to be here to kill you okay so i am going to use my action to to dive deeper okay and that he knows that you're in right yeah he knows but yeah. i am going to dive deeper particularly into the why like see if i can figure out why what we've done okay. to him what you know? does he what what do you have to do for that uh, it's another wisdom saving throw. Okay. 19 plus 2, 21. Yeah, the spell ends now, so I don't get anything because he's now realized I'm there. Okay. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He starts he's, He starts looking around the crowd and going, Oh, ho, ho, nice, nice try, Marleycraft. Nice try indeed. Show yourself, you coward. Can Benfall see him from where he is? Uh, No. Not while you're lurking in a doorway behind the crowd. I mean, um, you are quite you are quite tall, though. But I mean, not that tall. And for um, turns to his last remaining thug. <laughs> uh, he's, shaking, he's shaking in his boots. <laughs> you know what I'm going to ask you, don't you, mate? It's not very nice. I do, and it's not. It's not very nice at all. All right. So there used to be a baker about four streets over. He did a did a very fun meat pie, and he put some sort of spice on it. It was very nice. Um, could, if you find him, two or three of those, bring him back, or I'll cut your nose off. All right. See you oh. in a bit. And oh, okay. um throws off into the crowd with a bag of half bricks, tossing one uh, up and down nonchalantly uh, until he gets uh, eyes on this man. Yeah. Yep. 
I would say ban for that the crowd parts for you because you're such an imposing figure um, and it is very noticeable to this man so he sees a, the crowd parting and he says finally the showtime and and Marley would have stepped forward at this point but she'd be like so she'll step forward and kind of like toss back her hood you know to be like alright here I am but do we really need to be in front of everybody? Can't we take this elsewhere? And she's trying to persuade him to, like, these people don't need to see whatever is about to happen. They've seen enough. How dare you lecture me on the safety of the common folk? You of all people. Marley Craft, Banfor Watt, Trestlespoon Durr. You unleash chaos and destruction everywhere you go. You have no right to lecture me about the lives of these pathetic worms. Well, thank you very much. First and foremost, I'm glad to be recognised. It's not been easy. It's been a long time since anybody thought about Trestlespoon too, hasn't it, Banfall? It's very nice. Blast from the past, isn't it? Anyway, mate, um, so what's going to happen now is we're probably going to cut you into pieces. Uh-huh. Do you want to do your little speech as to why you're here first, or did you just want to die? Yeah, usually they tell oh, bef- us why before we... Usually die. they die, but it's, it's always I'm... nice to have a bit of a story first, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, I do appreciate a good story time, especially if it's really good. I mean, I do have snacks. I've got apples. Can anyone hear you right? Want an apple? Oh, I'm all right, thank you very much. Can anyone oh, hear right? A... I can't read, but if anyone wants to write down your little story, that's nice, because I'm just going to be over here waiting, because then I'll just cut you in half if that's, if that's fine with you, little man. It's, all right. This I mean, whole I do time have a bar space. shift, you know, and she's, like, looking at her nails. I do have a bar shift coming up soon. Um, so it would be nice to get this done soon. If you could just speed it up, because, honestly, I was actually playing a poo today, and you're slightly less important than that. But I am genuinely curious as to what on earth we could have done to you. Yeah, I mean, we've done so much to so many. It's odd for one person to try and, you know, make it personal. Yeah, I mean, it's odd, <laughs> really, frankly. Honestly, it's quite rude. Yeah, Before I mean, the last I conversation we had was, like, this... with a god. <laughs> oh, god. Now Every we're, now like, and then, uh, reflexively, Banfor's hucking a half brick at random, at random bystanders. <laughs> um, so through this whole area, he's chucked about a half a dozen bricks at members of the crowd. <laughs> Actually trying to hit them or trying to push them back? Yeah. Oh, because no, just, Marley's just, been... Just hammering bricks at women and children, eh? Marley would have been walking in circles, gesturing to people to move. You know? So, like, oh. while she's been talking, this whole time she's been like, go, go, go. Banfor's just know, been nailing to... people with windows with bricks and just well, like people. That would also get people to move away. Like, frankly, we're probably clearing the square between the two of us. Me going, go, you know, trying to persuade people to leave, and then you hucking half bricks. We've probably cleared some area. Are okay. there many people left in the square? Uh, there are still lots of people, um, but he responds to what you're doing and he says, Oh, you do care about their safety? Then fine, how about this? And he just hurls a large fireball at a section of crowd. And uh, let's see. 13 people go up in flames and then a whole lot of people scatter. (laughs) And the radius grows. Uh, Banfor claps and laughs and says, Oh, you're, you're a lot more fun than I thought. Do that again. If you insist. Uh, no, no. Yep, another nah. batch of like 
14 people say, go Marley up and Marley would never have let that happen. Marley would have tried to cast Crown of Madness straight away. Uh, okay, that sounds like it's initiative then. Yeah. Uh, Bad Four um, has also at this point uh, muttered that he likes pancakes um, and flying from... Did we say that the shield will fire me wherever or it has to be close by? Um, we I think we established that it needs to be on your person, but right. um, I like the idea of it flying to you. From uh, the vice district, just <laughs> knocking folks out of the way. <laughs> um, and just start slowly orbiting him. Okay. Um, before the initiative begins, uh, he does answer the question that you asked before before you kept talking <laughs> when you said <laughs> you said why like tell us your story why are you here before we kill you um and he responds with before i wipe you from the face of Ison as retribution for your crimes i feel it prudent to tell you exactly why you're going to meet your demise today look around you the city of stonemore in ruins a colony of fire giants and ogres wiped out. The town of Kerim burned to ashes. The town of Sorm heaving with refugees. The concert in Dantanere. Yes, you remember that, don't you? That concert you organized. I certainly do. My whole life, I scrimped and saved to own my own food wagon business. A poor orphan who arose on the streets to give himself a future. I starved and I struggled so that my dream could live. That concert was going to be my big opening. A large hungry crowd, the best opening a food wagon could hope for. But you tore it to shreds. You murdered a priest. You whipped that crowd into a frenzy of drug-addled maniacs. You destroyed my wagon and you obliterated my dream. While the riot grew more and more intense, I stood stone still, seething with rage and hatred. You killed my dream. Oh, my hatred must have been strong. So strong that a powerful spirit attached itself to me that day. It gave me immense power and a singular task. Vengeance against the Apple Squadeth. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you finished? Sorry, mate. Were you? Oh, I, I think was you a, lost um, me in the middle there. I started thinking about the concert and how much fun that was. Do you remember how fun that was, Banfor? We I'll ran across that. that we ran across the crowd and we were like jumping on people's heads and stuff and shoulders. Remember how we like hit that food cart and it fell over and it like smashed every. Oh, honestly, no, you know. Honestly, um, I don't. I mean, Smiley. honestly, dude, I if you just don't. wanted money, all you had to do was ask. And she's like jingling yeah, what your do money you want? purse. Yeah, like... what do, you, do you want a couple of dollars? You hungry, mate? Yeah, Marley, I mean, we could have helped gonna... you out with that. <laughs> Marley, he's going to throw a fireball at you, so roll initiative. Okay, because I am actually preparing Crown of Madness. Um, and for, if we're pre-initiative, uh, has entered a rage. Yep, okay. Oh, that's a net 20, bruh. Oof, nice. I only got a 17. He got a 19. This dude just gets fucking whipped. It's gonna be real fucking sad. Kind of funny though. I, I don't I don't think he's gonna get completely whipped if he's got a demon on his ass. And it is just you and me, so we need to work together on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, me, I'll help you guys too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, Swift! <laughs> Put the he's fire out, would you, buddy? <laughs> cool, so Banfor, you're up first. What do you do? 
Cool. So, therefore, in a rage already, um, does what he does. Um, and with his axe sword, charges and makes his three attacks. Okay. Here we go. Oh. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna do something to this guy's head with a fucking lightning cock, I tell you that right now. It's still, I think that still has one charge. It sure do. Okay, here we go. Three attacks. Coming in. Those are all terrible. Okay. Uh, two. Two 15s that I'm gonna go ahead and re roll one of with a luck point. Okay. Nice. So that's um, now a uh, 15, a... So I'm used to doing combat math in this. Um, a 15, um, a 23, and a uh, 22. That's three hits. That 15 hit. Ah, yep. That point for no reason. <laughs> Okie dokie. He must have a big weller. Thing. All right, so that's um, 3d3 plus... 3d12 plus 9. Plus two, plus two. Is that right? Yeah. So that's three D twelve plus fifteen. Yep. Cool. Yes. <laughs> Beast. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's brutal. Um. So that's. Um. One. Uh. Eleven. And nine. So that's twenty thirty-five damage. Nice. Okay. Cool. And since you are in close proximity to him. You take uh, six piercing damage as, like, uh, spikes sort of shoot out from his body in all directions and then shoot back in. Cool. Um, so that's three damage because of my resist. Yeah, okay, cool. And now it's his turn. Dun, dun. Okay, a 24. What is he attacking with? He is swiping out at you with attacks that you don't really see what they are um but i'm just rolling the the die first 24 19 and 8 uh, so it's one hit no the 19 misses yeah wow. I'm, I'm a class 20 okay so he's what he does is he slashes out at you with his hands but um you feel uh like spirity type claws slashing through you mm-hmm. you don't see claws but you definitely feel claws for nine slashing damage um uh, so that's uh four damage yeah yeah and you you also feel a sort of um like tail whip sort of thing but it doesn't hurt you it sort of like bounces off your shield hmm. and now it's marley okay i'm not gonna crown of madness because the attacks already happened there's not a lot of point he's already attacking man four so i'm gonna cast as my bonus action, I'm gonna do um, crown of thorns. Hail of um, hail of thorns. Crown of thorns. Yeah. Um, my bonus Jesus. action, I'm gonna do hail of thorns, and then I'm gonna try and fire my bang bang crossbow. Yep. Bang bang. Okay. Ooh, fifteen plus eight. Apparently, Jesus. When did I get so beefy? I've forgotten that I'm like actually all right stats <laughs> so yeah range 20 23 on the hand crossbow yep so that's a hit because i'm hitting him with both of them 
So yep, two bolts plus your yeah. uh, hail of thorns. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that level, third level, it's three d ten. Third level. May as well play to win. Okay, so what did I say? Twelve plus a six plus a six is another twelve plus four. So sixteen plus twelve is twenty-eight. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um. Sweet. And we are back round to Banfall. I'm just gonna keep doing damage because it feels like he's gonna soak a lot, and we've probably got a fairly either a big pull or a big resist to get through. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna hammer away, and it looks like he's got a pretty low AC. So. You know, let's tango. Um, again, three attacks coming in. So he's completely unarmored. He looks like just a commoner. All right, cool. Clothes. So um, that's a 17, uh, a 24, and a 23. That's three hits again. Roll cool. your 3d12 three, three plus 15. Yeah. 9, 15, uh, 27 plus 15. So 30. 42. No, 42. 42. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, yep. And uh, since you're still in uh, proximity to him, uh, you again take um, six piercing from spikes that sort of shoot out of him and shoot back in. Great. Before, yep. before he has his turn. And he's going to uh, hurl two fireballs straight at Marley sort of lobbing them at a distance that's a 19 and a ooh, 24 yeah my AC is 15 both hit okay so I'm rolling 6d6 no it's only 17 Low roll, 17 fire damage. Okay, and now it's Marley's turn. Can I just do a check on, like, whether I think... Because he told us there was a demon bonded to him. He said whether powerful I, spirit, but yeah. Yeah, powerful spirit, sorry. Can I do some kind of check just to see if Marley would know if there was a way to unbind? I, to be honest, I don't think you would know. Doesn't seem like the kind of thing Marley would know unless by some fluke she had just studied the right thing. No, and that's fair enough. I just thought I'd ask because I was like, mm, this guy's probably not in his own mind and I don't have anything to be able to, yep. you know, get through that. So I'm feeling kind of stink about that. But, you know, salivy. Um, cool, I'm just going to just do the same thing again. Bonus of... Hail of Thorns. It's only a 12, but by plus 8, it's still a 20. That's, uh, that's definitely a hit. 13 plus 3 fours. 3 fours is 12. 12. So yeah. 25. So 20, yeah. I just want it noted that it is magical damage just in case. Yep, I know. I'm, 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 both of your weapons I count as magical damage. Does it look um, like we're hitting it much? Like, can we see? 
Oh yeah, he's getting pelted with arrows and he's getting like axe slashes all over him. Yeah, because I've got like, like, sh- like just whole, like waves of arrows yeah. flying at him. Oh yeah, there's these things are like definitely ripping through him. Um, it does look like he's not all that bothered by getting like he's like bleeding all over the cobblestones, but he's not. It doesn't look like he's hurting, mm. like experiencing hurt. That's my worry. Okay. Um, and Ben, yeah, Benful. Back to me. Um, with with increasing awareness that he's just hit what looks like an average man five times very hard with an axe. Um, Benfour uh, redoubles his efforts and, and, and tries stabbing him with the sword now more than anything. <laughs> just really going to try and jam him through and just rip him in, into pieces. So here we go with three attacks. Uh, 21, uh, 23, and 9. But I'm going to go ahead and luck that 9 uh, and roll it again. Okay. And that comes out in an 8. Okay. So Because fuck me, I guess. Um, cool. Oh, no, that's rage, not luck. Ooh, two, yeah, two hits. So that's um, 2d12 plus 10. 2d12 plus 10. Three. So 19 this time. Wow. Okay. Scatter shot. Okay, so yeah, you, you pierce right through his abdomen and it like comes out and looks like, it looks exactly like you've, you know, mortally wounded a human man, but he mm. just grits his teeth and looks at you just with anger and hatred. And you take another six piercing damage from spikes that shoot out of him and back in. Um, and then he's going to, through his gritted teeth, say to you, Banfor, oh, it's time I ended this. With a nat 20, a 18, and a 22. Um, so one matches and one surpasses. So does Defender win in the case of a match? or Nope. Meets beats. <clears throat> Meets beats. Okay, so that's two hits. Yeah, so you got a 22 and a nat 20. Um, so he is... He slashes out at you with claws that you feel but don't see um, for seven slashing damage. Cool. Comes down um, to three. And with the tail whipping tail that you um, feel but don't see is uh, ooh, okay. for 17 slashing damage oh hang on is the tail slashing or is it piercing um, piercing I'm sorry both. It, yeah, it shoots out at you and it pierces through your skin that comes down to 8 for me how are you looking Banfor like in terms of yeah I'm fine <laughs> yeah no bother <laughs> no, no yeah. I just mean because obviously we're not supposed to know like numbers but like are you looking less than particularly a third. bloody or less than a third down yeah you, you will have scattered some blood around the cobblestones though like been noticeably wounded but um Marley is getting very frustrated and she's screaming at him there's no need for this 
throw off the spirit that has got you acting like crazy and just let's talk about this as she's still casting a spell. <laughs> so what, wait, wait what? <laughs> what is your, is your action to just say those words? No, that's just like my bonus action say or my movement action say, like that's the kind of time I'm using to do it. And then I'm gonna cast a um, cloud of daggers at like second level which just is centered on the point where he is standing fighting Banfor. And um, uh, it, by the way, I lied to Banfor before, he totally doesn't take damage. Um, I was just annoyed at Banfor kill stealing. And <laughs> so he had to take damage. Who doesn't take damage? <laughs> you don't. If I center the spinning daggers on him, it's just his squad. Oh. You don't have to take damage to step in to attack him. I was just okay. So, so do, um, do you create it on his square? Yeah, pretty much. And so he only actually takes the damage when he enters it for the first time, or if he starts his turn there. So when he starts his right. turn, he takes damage. Yeah. Okay. And it, yeah. So I'll deal with that later. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now we're back round to Banful. Bloodied, but still bullish. Um, uh, Banfor resumes his attack. I'm, I don't think that I'll be able to stop him from attacking me if I grapple him, is my concern. Yeah, because he's got Cause spikes. I'm, yeah, because I'm still going to take passive damage. And I also, the only ranged attack that I have is javelins, and those are really fucking weak by comparison to all my other stuff. Also, he does now have this dagger form, forming around him. So um, I will attack him thrice mass. Yeah, those are all convincing hits. One net, 20 in there as well. Wow, okay. Um, so those are all definite hits. So it's a 19, a 20, and a 17. Yeah, so that's uh, 4d12 plus 15. Cool. Um, plus 20, yeah? No. No, not on the bonus. Um, so 6, uh, 16... Um, 25, 32 plus 15, so 47. 47, holy cow. <laughs> um, yeah, you just, do the, the, just chunk him in. these three brutal strikes, and um, he actually sort of wavers a little bit, and like one of his knees sort of falters, but then he, he stands back up straight, and spikes shoot out of him, and you take six more piercing from those, and then he says... Enough. Enough, enough. And let me just quickly look up a spell, because for some reason I didn't write it down. Don't say it's polymorph. I hate polymorph. He turns into a dragon. No. Or eye bite? Is it eye bite? Killer eye bite or eye bite or something like that? I have discovered I really do not like that spell. Uh, Oliver, roll a um, constitution save. 19. Damn it. <laughs> so the this man, he opens up his mouth and the spray of something shoots out of his mouth and um, it sort of surrounds you and it it, it it smells noxious and a bit like poison-y, but um, you're not negatively affected by it. Uh, um, it wipes him off his cheek and tastes it. <laughs> and then he puts his hand out right in front of your face and just blasts a fireball in your face. <laughs> And that's a 23. To hit. 
Yep. Nice. Uh, ba 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 That's 12 fire damage in your face. So I have resist, so again, six. Yep. Cool, so I'm getting down around half. And now Marley. You will have noticed him take a knee then, like no, falter. Just turn or, or away, so he took four default. Oh, yes. Yep, he also. Knee, cloudy damage. Yep. Um, so Bamfor's um, hair and eyebrows and eyelashes are pretty thoroughly blasted off the front of his head. He took but, he took ten damage just from the cloud of daggers that is around him now. Okay, cool. Um, so that's a concentration spell. So I'm just gonna concentrate just on leave it, it. I guess. Just leave it. Okay. I will retcon the end of his turn to because I forgot about the cloud of daggers that during his turn he steps backwards out of it because no sane person would just stand there in it (laughs) well I was kind of thinking he might be insane (laughs) (laughs) and might just stay there fighting Banfor in order to so there's now a cloud of daggers between Banfor and this man correct yes but if I saw that I would drop it because it's just concentration so if I don't concentrate on it it just dissipates so I'm like, okay, so he's not crazy. He does want to save himself. He's not just... Well, he is crazy, but he's like, you know, he's like trying to get through this without dying, right? Mm. That's my conclusion to this. So I... Um, Marley's going to do something really dumb and use her turn to try and persuade him to stop. Um, I'm going to tell you right now that this man is, he has pursued you across the kingdoms for one singular purpose of vengeance no, I persuading, know. persuading him the spirit will... or the man because I want to persuade the spirit yeah. like if you're a, if you're any kind of like you know like decent spirit you'll come out and fight us yourself kind of thing and leave this poor man alone okay um, I will I will let you try to persuade the spirit, but I will <laughs> tell you right now, the um, difficulty of that is going to be 22. Okay. All right. Don't Although, so you're... actually, I forgot you've got such high persuasion. 25. Uh-huh. 25. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a plus 11. <laughs> Come so it's on, a 14 die. or better. What's that? 14, you've got to get. 14 or better. Come on, dice. This is the, the be-all roll. <laughs> Fuck you, Seven. Fuck you, Seven, so much. God damn it. I really wanted that. Oh, thank God something's gone Brad's way. This is not, not my way. The story could go anyway. Yeah, that's why I was just like, Molly would want to try and save him. She would want to try. Yeah, so can't. you use your turn to give this, like, sort of heartfelt plea of, like, of, of like, what? leave of him like... alone. Leave him out of this. Stop using him as some sort of meat puppet and come out here and fight us yourself. Oh, but Ben fuels me and I power him. We have a somewhat of a symbiotic relationship. Well, shit. Uh, and Marley looks at Bamfor and sings a little song. 
Well, I tried before, so I'm gonna give you inspiration now, just in case. La 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 la. <laughs> now I'll smash him in his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so I can add a d6 to any d20 roll. Ability yep. check, attack roll, or saving throw. Yeah. Um, yep, cool. So it's Banfall's turn again. You are now standing, um, yeah, with a cloud of daggers between the two of you. Can we say that dropped? Oh, yeah. It, it'll be dissipating in, in yeah. progress. All right. Um, uh, Banfall jukes around it and comes in from a sideways attack uh, with all of his attacks. So um, that's all passes. The lowest there is 18. Okay. That's three hits. One. One. Twelve. So fourteen. So twenty-nine damage. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, you slash this human body to pieces. Um, and blood, like... Uh, splatters all over the cobblestones and he does fall to the ground but he's on his hands and knees and he looks up at you and just this burning hatred in his eyes and says oh I'm not done yet man what and spikes shoot out of him and you take six more piercing (laughs) taken okay and give me a moment this just is how we do it. Friday night, not <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he looks uh, up at you with hatred and he says um, <laughs> that we're not done yet. And he sort of shrinks slightly for a second, like his form sort of um, contracts inward a little bit. And then, in a violent burst, bursts outward. And I want both of you to roll a con save. And the crowd rolls a con save too, and failed. Or have you know? Um, flat nineteen. Um, okay. So twenty-three. Okay. I I can tell you it's not great. What is I should it? have probably cast Bardic Conspiration on myself right now because I rolled a twelve and my con is just plus two. So. Okay. So, here's what's going to happen now. Can you hear the dice? (laughs) If it's a charm thing, I have advantage. It's not. Technically, I should never have been knocked out by the wall of force because I can't be put to sleep by magic. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Okay, so Marley... Steen learned the the hard way at the (laughs) Megapodicon. Marley takes 37 cold damage. Oh, shit. Hell's teeth. And Banfor takes half of that, so 18 cold damage, and then which you would half again. And a bunch of people in the crowd get affected by it too and sort of scream in horror as like some people freeze solid and fall over and shatter. It's just this blast of freezing cold air. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he just lies there. Or he, he, like, hands and knees in his own blood, sort of panting and heaving and wheezing on the cobblestones. Molly wants to walk over and kick him in the head. 
Okay. Is it your turn? It is her turn. Oh, good. You can do that then. <laughs> yep, that's what she wants to do. She wants to kick him in the head. So you absolute asshole. <laughs> Bad for if I go down. <laughs> this was worth it. <laughs> what are your hit points? <laughs> Twelve right now. <laughs> okay. Um, the fuck is a num num strike? Oh yeah, there we go. I assume that's what you're gonna make me do. Nice, I rolled a 19 though. Um, it hits with him. A plus two. Because <laughs> he's prone as well, so you get advantage, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what that does. There we go. Uh, it's a one plus your strength modifier. So you know what that is? Two. Brad, do you want, do you want to know what that, that wonderful it, is? it zero? Is? Yep. <laughs> you got, you got a minus one? Yep. Okay, so you, here's what happens there. You kick him, and he just goes, <laughs> oof, and then s- spikes come out of him, and you take six piercing damage. <laughs> Worth it. I kicked him in the head. I'm all about the roleplay, bitches! <laughs> and now Banfor. Banfor is, um, got this, holes man. poked all through him. All of his hair's been burned off of his head, except for the very back of it. So he's got a burn mullet. <laughs> and he's just been frozen so he's not best pleased so he's going to look at his prone uh, assailant and just hack at him with his axe thrice okay um, he has three hit points left hack at him thrice so if you hit him at least once he's gone I've hit him just, just unarmed strike him so I punch him and I kick him in the head and you just punch him Banfor, with a boot as his bonus action, gently pushes him onto his back, steps up onto his chest, and with his other boot heel, brings it down on his forehead in an unarmed strike. Boot stop! Um, Well, two unarmed strikes, because I use my remaining bonus action, because I'm in a rage. He's prone, Um, so you get advantage. Cool. Okay, so one of those was useful. Um, The other one was a... Oh yeah, so both of those hit a 15. Okay. You've still got my bardic, don't you, anyway, just in case. Oh, I don't really yes. need it. That'll be alright. Um, that'll be fine. Um, and then my number strike anyway is a 4 plus 6, so... Well, <laughs> yep, he's a goner, so... Yeah, so describe that's... the way that you end Ben Edwards, the uh, food wagon operator out for vengeance. Um... I'm ben sorry, Ford ben. Looks, I hope looks this is down satisfying at, for you. Look, looks down at him um, with with just cold reptile eyes and just says, shame, these were nice boots, and then stamps through his face. Nice. That's deliciously wicked. His skull crunches under your boot, and there's this horrifying squelch of blood and like and viscera that splats out and you hear this sort of whisper on the wind at the at, you know at that moment of his death vengeance and then sort of fades on the wind uh Banfor throws a brick at the wind <laughs> and Mali thunder you... waves it to give it more like oomph at the wind <laughs> okay, so you do that. A, a brick gets thunderwaved, what, up into the air and yeah, out? Yeah, deliberately this time not aiming the thunderwave at the brick, pushing 
with the brick. So the brick doesn't need to roll a con save this time. Yep. The okay. brick can Can it still? The brick gets propelled? Yeah. So okay. it's like it'll roll even a... faster. It's like yeah. got it'll... more force behind it. Okay, the brick got a 14 on its con save, which I'd say is high enough to not get torn to shreds by the thunder wave. As the brick gets propelled upward and outward, and you two follow its trajectory, you notice a figure coming towards you in the sky. It's just a silhouette against the setting sun at this point. But as it gets closer, you notice it definitely has wings. And it's quite large. And flapping its large wings, um, you, you hear this woof, woof, woof sound. And then coming into view is, hang on a minute. Is that a giant grey wolf with huge eagle wings? Oh my god! What is that? It soars into the fray and it clumsily lands in amongst this ring of people right next to you. Its claws sort of hitting the cobblestones a bit unsure as if it's never landed before. And then it makes uh, an angry growl at this crowd, like swinging its head back and forward, growling at this crowd of onlookers who all scatter. And that's the end of the episode. So, Hodgesis. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Ugh. So World of Warcraft, eat your heart out, hey? Eh? Hodge 2.0 has stats. I will send them through to you when I can. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, um, he now understands common in full. He cannot speak, however. Um, so he, that's all right, because I still have speak with animals. Yeah, he can fly, and he can. Um, you can still use him as an animal companion instead of doing your turn, and he is much stronger than he was before. He's squishy Hodge. So excited. He's not squishy Hodge anymore. He's big Hodge. He's like is the he size like, of a horse. Yeah, is he like druid size Hodge, kind of? He's big enough that you could both ride him. Mm-mm. Mm. That is some tasty shit, Brad. <sighs> so good. Don't say I don't do nothing for my players. <laughs> <laughs> for my players. For my play. I thought I was going to have to get out my song of doom there for a second. I was genuinely considering it. It's like, oh, watching- bloody mm-hmm. human. Like. <laughs> You know, who's just pissed off about his food cart, and I'm going to bring out my full-on saxophone song of doom. <laughs> that that whole story, that whole villain, was given to me by our one of our newest Patreon donors, Fantastic. Ben Edwards. When I asked him, "Is the cabbages guy from Avatar: Legend of Aang?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I cabbages? <laughs> I asked Ben if he had any ideas or preferences for an NPC named after him, and he was like. Can it be an enemy? And I was like, yeah, what level of enemy? Like a mild annoyance in the marketplace or like a proper foe? And he was like, oh, I've got an idea. (laughs) Ben, this was brilliant. I loved every second of it. And I did try and save you, sort of. Like, I really tried. But no, you had to die. Sorry. You wouldn't listen. And I didn't ask, but you wouldn't listen. Oh, what a great enemy. Thank you, Ben Edwards, for providing us with a foe that we will not forget. 
And Hodge is back, baby. He's big, he's got wings, and he's still a pretty good boy. I mean, he's no Foxworthy. Like, when are we going to get Foxworthy back in the mix? But Hodge is pretty alright. Big what-ups to our awesome supporters over on Patreon. Uh, thanks to Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino, Wiring Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyster, Sideshow Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Fowles, Lauren Flake, Kydela, Rihanna Kvalcic, Kevin Swift, and Ben Edwards. If any of the rest of you want to show your support for the show, please feel free to check out the rewards on offer over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Or just drop us a review or hit us up on social media to say hi. Uh, the socials are all at fateofison. Uh, or you could email fateofison at gmail.com. Or head on over to the Necropoticon Network Discord server to chat with us in real time. There's a link to that on our website, fateofison.com. As well as cast profiles, fan art, and links to our wiki. Uh, see you next time, y'all. With the return of Hodge and the introduction of a very fun new player character. Bum, bum, bum. See you then. Are you a filmmaker or someone who enjoys independent film? Then check out the Indie Film Review for an in-depth look at all the latest indie films you've probably never heard of. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll have a real good time. Eh? Get it, Dan? Real good time? Jared, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs>